Welcome to Deeper Dive. This is Jay Wald, and this episode we got today is 35, mm-hmm. season 3. Yes, it is. And of course, this is brought to you by Plantation SDA Church. And I'm speaking with the lady way out west, <laughs> the world's best co host ever. Welcome, Don. Hi, Joe. How are you? Fine. How are things on your end of the world? It's very nice, actually. Nice and cool. Nice and toasty over here. I know. It's very toasty and roasty and humid over there, right? Yeah. I feel like I I need to rotate me uh, (laughs) a little bit. Like like the pastor said, turn to the left, turn to the right, and you're done. (laughs) (laughs) And of course, we want to welcome back the lead shepherd, the well-dressed pastor. Uh, thank you, guys. Evening. Welcome back, to Rose. Welcome back. Thank you. Thank you. That's good. We also want to thank our podcast listeners, as always, uh, for listening to us on whatever social media they may be using. Uh, whatever um, sermon-related questions you may have, please contact us on, on uh, via WhatsApp at 954-388-8780. And, of course, as always, before we start, is get a word of prayer. Mm-hmm. Father God, thank you once again for this beautiful day, Lord. You have given us, Lord, uh, so much to be thankful for, Lord. Uh, We're not worthy, but we thank you, Lord, for your grace and mercy. We ask you to bless this podcast, all the components that make everything work for your glory. In the name of Jesus, amen. 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 Have you seen his glory? Have you seen his glory? What made you decide that you would have that topic to discuss this time? Well, I've, I've shared I've shared this, this this message before. It's part of a collection I call my travel sermons, where I talk about how I share I share with churches because I talk about how oftentimes as people of faith we can be in this mountaintop experience in church, but it doesn't translate into our real lives mm. you know and 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 how we want to keep that we want to keep that mountaintop experience going but for the most part we live in the valley and so i just mm. thought that this was a a fitting uh, message to share with plantation as i said it's one of my travel sermons i've, I've shared it in um, the past year or so with multiple congregations and they've been very receptive to it. So this thought I'd shared with you guys this past weekend. Yeah. Hmm. Amen, brother. Amen. Awesome. Well, um, now here we are, um, Mark chapter nine. Um, take us through the, the, the steps there. Here we are. Jesus is taking the, the three inner circle brothers um, yes. uh, to the mountain transfiguration and go from there. Well, part of what you'd have noticed I did, and every chance I get, I do this, I will use one of the Gospels as the, as the, the main source while comparing it with the other Gospels that include the, the, the same narrative. Mm-hmm. And, and that way, a, a, a beautiful composite uh, emerges, you know, beautiful, putting it together, a beautiful picture emerges with you know comparing and contrasting and and adding all the different uh, gospels 
mm-hmm. that cover the story. But yeah, Mark, Mark 9, 1 and 2, they're crucial verses because we see in one verse, the first verse, Jesus making a prediction and a promise. And in the second verse, this promise being fulfilled. Right. And that's important because some folks read the first verse and he's saying, oh, you'll not die until you see the kingdom of God. Some of you present, is it that the disciples are going to live forever? Are they going to be living until he comes a second time? But obviously, according to verse verse 2 and on, he was talking about them experiencing a miniature version of his power, mm-hmm. a miniature version of his power. And he was not talking about his second coming. Mm. And it's a reason he, he, he uses some of you standing here. Mm-hmm. And of course, three is a part, you know, three is, is a part of, um, of 12. You know, we could call that some, right? Uh, three is a sum of 12. So, mm-hmm. yes. So it would apply or it did apply to Peter, James and John. And, and so it was important for me to address that. So that folks don't leave with the idea or the misunderstanding, because I've heard other believers uh, interpret this verse, verse one, to mean the disciples, well, Jesus must have meant that the disciples would live until they see his kingdom, uh, at least some of them. And obviously none of them did. Mm -hmm. So how do we reconcile that? We reconcile that with verse two and on, where these three experienced a miniature version of the kingdom. Okay. Yes. Because what happened on that mountaintop was Jesus being glorified. Mm-hmm. Now it is full glory, but they got they got a taste of it, just as he he promised in the previous verse, verse one. Okay. So Jesus chooses three. These specific three. Why do you think yes. he chose these specific three and not randomly okay it's your turn now and everybody else you know gets a turn to be with him one-on-one right i i spoke about the the inner circle and and when you look through the gospels at those very crucial moments we find these three guys present Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. when when you look at the the calling of the 12 they were not the first three (laughs) to have been called right no but they seem to have been more receptive uh, to his ministry. Mm-hmm. They seem to have been the ones who caught it pretty quickly compared to the other nine. Mm-hmm. And of John, Ellen White writes in Desire of Ages that he was the most receptive, mm-hmm. always close to Jesus, mm-hmm. just inhaling this thing, eating this thing up. And so he found with these three early, that they, that they pretty early were very open to to, to, to his messages. Mm-hmm. And they were always there with him mm-hmm. in those crucial moments. Crucial moments. And, I used, and I used it to expand on the principle of, you know, the importance of having an inner circle and, 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 and not to believe that everybody can be part of your inner circle. Mm-hmm. And because why would some- you say that? Isn't that kind of like um, setting us up not to, to pick and choose, to have cliques? As opposed to well, having well, well, the difference. Well, the thing about cliques is, uh, cliques say, "Well, uh, we don't want you to be part of this. 
uh, you you're not going to get the privileges. You know that, that, mm. that that's not what he did with with the disciples, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, they're all disciples. He accepted all all of them. He loved them, but there are those who are closer to him because they understood. Uh, they caught it quickly. Uh, yeah, the, the thing about inner circle, <clears throat> you 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 must have some folks who you can rely on. And yeah. if you if you if you think you can rely on everybody, mm-hmm. that sets you up for failure. Now, of course, you're you're not you're not excluding anybody, right? Mm-hmm. You're not excluding anybody, but then you must have two or three persons in your life that you can be very uh, open with. Mm-hmm. You can be very vulnerable with. You mm-hmm. can't if 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 you if you if you try that, especially as a leader, and you'll find in the gospels Jesus saying things like, There's some things I can't tell you now. Mm-hmm. I can't mm-hmm. share you now. Mm-hmm. And I wanted I wanted folks to understand that even in the body of Christ, it's it's okay and it's healthy for you to have an inner circle. Doesn't mean you don't accept everybody, you accept everybody. But it's not everybody you should tell your secrets to, mm-hmm. because right. some folks are not yet ready for that. The, some folks are very dysfunctional. Mm-hmm. You share it with them, and they leaders. will Everybody make them worse. It's we all call over. All over the seven o'clock news. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I wanted I wanted <laughs> folks to understand that um, friendships and and relationships. You have boundaries. There's mm-hmm. stages to it, mm-hmm. and it's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I, I regard you guys as acquaintances, and 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 over time, you know, we could develop a friendship. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, you mean we can have dinner together? Well, you know, we have, and he did have dinner with them, of course, obviously. But you know, I think he just wants to have dinner with you, no, so that's what it no. is. He just wants to come to your house and have dinner. Yeah. Yes, but I wanted I wanted to point that out that 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 important part of relationships. Mm-hmm. There must be there must be two or three persons that we can trust. We can be vulnerable with. It's yeah. not everybody you can be vulnerable with. That's no. true. That's true. I, I want to backtrack to back on the mount. The reason uh, Moses and Elijah was there was to, to represent the the deaf. You talked about like when Moses represent the resurrection. Yes, yes. And then I think Elijah was because he never saw death. Yes. You know, was that yes. that reason for Jesus to show the disciples that reason? Yes, it was important for them to experience to see those two men. They act as surety. Okay. They were uh, Jesus was their surety rather, and they act as trophies rather for 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 the kingdom, and. And Moses, rightfully so, represented those who will be saved, who will be resurrected from, from the dead as Moses was. And by the way, Jude talks about how the devil contested for his body, yeah. the body of, of Moses. Mm-hmm. And Elijah, who was taken up and not taste of death. But more importantly, as Luke pointed out, and, and, that, and that's one of the benefits of, 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 of comparing and looking That's at the cool. various narratives, mm. the, the various record of the narrative, mm. rather, various records of the narrative, is that Luke pointed out that what they spoke, what the discussion was was about, what they spoke to Jesus about, was regarding his death. Mm. Yeah. Because they knew that his death was 
the surety for them mm-hmm. being in heaven. And so I, I used, and by the way, it was a it was an old preacher I heard with it some years ago, and that stuck with me when he said Moses and, and Elijah were in heaven on credit. And the bill was coming due, and Jesus was going to pay the bill. Uh, yeah, I just thought it was so cute, and I, I latched on to it. I mean, I heard it so many, I mean, years ago, but I latched on to it. But in you know that 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 that's a beautiful way of looking at it. That yeah, it was his death on the cross, the price that was paid, and of course his resurrection that was a surety for Moses and Elijah being in heaven and remaining in heaven. Amen. So when you were talking about Moses and Elijah, um, you discussed how the disciples felt, how they were so excited and wanted to erect tabernacles so everybody could just stay here and let's just have this kind of experience. Um, How do we as Christians, when we go through a great sermon that really grabs us, that really stays in our hearts and we want to stay there forever, how do we take that mountaintop experience and allow that to be able to be the, the basis of continuing our relationship with Christ? Yeah, yeah, that, 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 that is the rub. That is the rub. You know, one of the things that I do believe as a, a leader in worship, that worship ought to be exalting. You know, mm-hmm. Christ must be exalted. He must be lifted up. Mm-hmm. Worship also must be uh healing Mm -hmm. it must be therapeutic Mm -hmm. uh folks must come into that worship setting and their burdens must be lifted Lifted. Mm -hmm. they must be lifted they must get uh joe experience a natural high Mm -hmm. if it's done right you know and we're not just talking about the emotions emotions have a part to play with it it's 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 our entire being when we are caught up in the worship service, it, it move it does move us move us to that place. Mm-hmm. It move and that's one of the beautiful things about the Sabbath, right? And worship, because we 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 get a break from our reality mm-hmm. of 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 bills and 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 and, and, and crisis after crisis out there in the real world. So now the worship service, and 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 this is this is a rub, Dawn, as you're asking, is I I am I am supposed to get a fresh glimpse of God in this worship service mm-hmm. that will now motivate me for the rest of the week to keep right. in connection with Him. Right. And 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 that's why I I I I then shifted to what was happening at the base of the mountain mm-hmm. to, to, to 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 show that it's about connection with God. It is not about because people can be in a worship service and not connected to God, right? That is yeah. possible. Absolutely. But you you don't have to lose your connection with God, or you shouldn't lose your connection with God when you step outside of the church. That's mm-hmm. the point I'm making. Mm-hmm. You, mm-hmm. That experience should be so thrilling, so glorious, that when you step outside of the church, there's a lasting it has it has it has such a lasting impact on your life yes. that as you as you as you deal with your reality, you can deal with or look at your reality differently. Mm. The worship service ought to ought to do that, yes. I believe. Yeah, you're right. So we don't just have the experience on Sabbath and say, yes. "Well, Sabbath that was great. It was a great sermon." Yes. actually yes. taking that experience with us. Take it through. I mean, Sabbath, of course, is, is a high point. It's a, yeah. a point of celebration, but mm. it's it, the connection should continue, continue. Mm. for the rest of the week. 
Absolutely, absolutely. So, so you're saying glory, like you said, glory in the mountain, but you can share it down in the valley. And and that's why we experience. That's why we experience glory, mm-hmm. so that so that we can now minister to others. Um, to others. I remember years ago, um, I had a professor who told us, and that thing stuck with me. He told the class one day. You know why you guys are in college? You're in college because you've got friends and you've got neighbors who can't be in college. And it is your job after this to take college to them. Mm. Take college to them. Mm -hmm. So that what you're learning here, they they can't afford to come. They can't afford the time. They can't afford the, the money, whatever it is. You now ought to take the things that you're learning and go to where these people are and make their lives better. And I think it's the same thing should happen in church, that when we have these Holy Ghost times in Jesus, these beautiful times in church, we must now take that experience Mm -hmm. to our neighbors who are not coming to church, our coworkers who are indifferent to God, our, our family members who have no interest. We must now take church or this experience to them. They must see it. They must see it in our lives. We we shouldn't be on that. But but too many times, and this is the contrast I was trying to to paint, Dawn and and Jay, too many times what we want to do is stay in church. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. one of the things that I am am against, um, uh, I know some folks would rub me for this. I'm against living in a community that's um that's that that all my neighbors are adventists you know i'm just against that you know there's some folks who they they, want to live in an adventist community go to an adventist school go to an adventist church shop at an adventist walmart (laughs) you know but but, but if you do that you never get a chance to interact with people who need the gospel yes in real time yeah, in the real world where yeah. people are hurting. Well, mm-hmm. just like that man who brought his son, they're hurting and they're looking to us for the answers. Mm. They're looking to us for the answers. Man. I, mm. uh, I'm going to have to GPS that Walmart. Um, <laughs> we'll we'll open it one of these days, uh, Joe. You and I will we'll open that Walmart. Don't worry, don't worry. We, we, we're going to prosper. We're going to do well. But what you're saying is true. It goes against what God commanded us to do. He said, "Go throughout exactly. the entire world." Yes, and we know that's not Adventist, but my goodness, you, you know that goes against exactly what the word saying. I heard a yeah. preacher this weekend. He was saying, and I said, "Wow, that was awesome." Um, he was saying that. You know, the way the way we should look at the Sabbath, you know, we should spend time in worship and and, and honor to God. But a portion of the Sabbath should also be spent, as Jesus did, ministering to others, ministering to to others instead of spending. Because some folks believe Sabbath keeping is spending all day in church, in worship with believers. And he was arguing when you look at the ministry of Jesus and how. And his Sabbath-keeping model, we get the, the clear picture. He went to church, but then there was a portion of the Sabbath when he was out ministering. To yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. That's true. That's why we have different gifts. Thank God for that. 
Yes. Um, so just take us through the bed with the father and the, and the boy. My part was here now. The disciples have have cast out demons before. Before, yeah. yeah. So why why don't they have any power now to do right. that? They why are they not able to do that? And that and that that says that you and I, when we're connected to God, we can do some some extraordinary things. Mm -hmm. But once we are disconnected from him, so God can use me today to do some extraordinary things because I'm connected to him. Mm -hmm. If I lose the connection, if I start wondering or worrying or arguing about or anytime I'm thinking about my press, and anytime I turn the the spotlight on me, mm. that's the time when I'm disconnecting, uh, disconnecting from God, and that's the time when it's not about Him. Mm-hmm. It's not about Him. And one of the challenges, one of the, I would say, occupational hazards of a spiritual leader, in particular as pastors, we got to be careful that it doesn't become about us mm-hmm. and how gifted we are and how you know, how educated we are and mm-hmm. how, how much we know the Bible, mm-hmm. you know, and and, 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 and the spotlight is always on God because anytime it becomes about you and it's one of those things the devil does, it can do with us as pastors, you know, may not get me to cheat on my wife, may not get me to steal the church's money, but he can get me to think, Hey, I am doing this. Wow. I am doing this. I'm actually mm-hmm. doing this. And I start to, turn the spotlight on me and I forget what God says in Isaiah 48, that he will not share his glory with anybody else. Amen. Amen. You know, he'll not share his glory with anybody else. And so it was important for them to understand that the reason you could not do this because you were thinking about yourselves, you Mm. were jealous because I took these three up and you did not, yeah. I did not choose you three to go. Mm-hmm. The, the, all, the rest of you uh, to come up with me. Mm-hmm. You're, you're there arguing about who is the greatest. Yes. You were disconnected from my father mm-hmm. in that moment. How, how then would you expect to perform this miracle? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They, Just they, like you said, they didn't have that secret sauce. Right, <laughs> which was the which was the connecting to Jesus and yeah. connecting the Father. That was the secret. And Let when he talks about something. praying, fasting, that's what it's about. Connecting right. to Christ. Yeah. Let me ask you yes, something. Yes. So you, so you were you were catch up fanatic, huh? I well, yeah. You know, I thought I'd bring that in. Yeah, I went through a stage in my life, a teenage stage, and 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 I remember, as I said, much to the consternation of my mom and a few friends who thought it was quite. Uh, disgusted, disgusting that I added ketchup to everything. <laughs> you know, I, I, I laughed when just, you told it, me that. It just popped in my head, and, and and I thought I'd share that 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 other yeah. thing about me. And that was like you know, that's I think so funny. It was about uh, 14, 14, 15, <laughs> around that time when I thought ketchup was the greatest thing ever. Mm. Um, it sure tastes good. <laughs> it sure <laughs> tastes good. I, I I've grown. I've since uh, I've since uh, I've since I, I've, I've, I'm I'm even using mustard now. Um, <laughs> oh. Oh. Okay. You know I've grown, now, but I I wanted to use to that. <laughs> <laughs> but I wanted to use that because I wanted to help folks to understand that it's not and 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 it's a, it it was a jab at. Let me reveal this. It was a a a um a jab at those 
folks who talk about, you know, the secrets of prayer, uh, the secrets of getting answers from God. Mm. And I've always said to people, don't spend your money buying any book that talks about the secret of prayer and the secret of answered prayer from God. There's no secret. Mm. Okay. It's plain in God's word, right? (laughs) People, people, you know, some folks trying to make money, and they talk about oh the secrets to prayer, and so I wanted to 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 really uh, jab at those those folks and that type of thinking that mm. was some secret sauce, some secret thing. No, it's clear yeah. in God's word that is about remaining connected to, to Him and connected to His will. Amen. I do think that nowadays we don't see like within our church a lot of miracles being performed. Yeah, I I, th- I think part of it is we 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 think we have all the answers. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not a dependence upon God. Mm. Um, secondly, we we have a generation that would, you know, God very likely would not get get the credit. The church mm. would, the wow. organization perhaps would. We would get the credit. Mm-hmm. There's a man there in plantation working miracles. You know, so wow. You know, so I think I think there 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 are a number of reasons. The major one being, it would not lead to the glory of God oh. because when you look at miracles in the Bible, it was all about leading to the glory of God mm-hmm. and all about demonstrating what God intended for humanity. Mm-hmm. So I believe that's that's one of the reasons, mm-hmm. and we don't expect it. Well, miracles are happening in other countries, yeah, but yeah. because we're so Westernized. And and we're so we're we you know we're so much into the show. I believe is one of the reasons we we don't experience um, these dramatic uh, supernatural happenings. Wow, crazy! Well, I guess we need to um, you know when we do our tithes and offering, we just pass out a jar of secret sauce and see what happens. <laughs> you never know. You they never know. Yeah, but you, yeah, but you, but you, you know, um, it's kind of similar to what Pastor Jen. Was speaking about in her last sermon, yes, remember? Yes. She said Same that thing. they went to Russia mm. and how they were just, hey, we're going to wow. about us? Yes. How wonderful we are. Yes. Right. Right. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, the yeah, tension yeah. on us. And I have, I have had times in my ministry, guys, when I have intentionally pulled back because mm. I felt like, you know, the spotlight was too much. I felt like, um, you know, I wasn't handling well. And, and, and I pull back because, as I said earlier, it's one of the ways the enemy of our souls can get us. Mm. It's one of those ways. Mm. Uh, the pride, you know, the ego, the show, thinking it's, you're the one doing it. Mm. And every now and again, and especially when you're getting a lot of affirmation and and a lot of pat on the backs, you know, you, you pat, pat on the back, you got to be so careful about that. Mm. And, and and sometimes you got to withdraw yourself, you know, intentionally, you know, step back mm. so that folks don't believe that it's a, it's your show. It's your show. It's always God's show. It's your show. I, I, Don, I just think about Paul. That's all I think about when you talk about that's Paul mm. with that thorn in his side. Yes. To keep him humble. Keep him humble. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Keep, keep him, him humble. To God. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Yes. Absolutely. So how can we practically, as a Christian daily, what can we do to keep ourselves totally connected and not think, you know, we're, we're doing so well in our spiritual journey? 
Yeah, I think I think that devotional life is key, starting and ending every day with God and, and really be intentional about it. And really, whatever you've got to do, if you've got to set it on your phone or your your whatever device you use or write it in the middle of your hand, because one of the things that the devil does with us is to make us so busy. Mm. And he seeks to, so, so we, we we rob ourselves of that time spent with him, mm. yeah. and also to to look for opportunity. And God, God always he always does. I find it almost every day when I pray that prayer. Lord, present me with an opportunity to speak into someone's life today. Amen. God always opens opens up. Sometimes it's it's it's. Yeah, and by the way, I I still like to. I still like to uh, go to the cashier. You know, I, I every now and again, I do the automatic thing, you know, but I like to do the human interface. Yeah. And, 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 and my neighbors, you know, just uh, saying hi to them and just saying a quick word. Mm-hmm. And, and, and God always will open up a way for you to share. And, 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 and don't believe, by the way, that you've got to give them the whole gospel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. It may mean that God just allows you to speak a sentence to this person. Mm-hmm. Um, just a word of encouragement. Mm-hmm. That may just be what God will do with you that day. Yeah, 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 right. Yeah. And not believe that God necessarily will have or has to open up an opportunity to give them an entire Bible study. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. it's just to speak the word. It, 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 and there is nothing more affirming to me when when i get the response that says you must be a christian mm. you must be a christian yeah. yeah you must be a christian that there's there's nothing that that that's 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 more delightful uh, uh to me than that so just to make that total surrender every day and to ask god to to use you to use you because the experiences we we the rich experiences that we have had in the Lord, and 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 for those of us who have been exposed to to higher uh, education, some of the things that we are privileged to learn and to know that that these things have made our lives, the quality of our lives, far better mm-hmm. than those who don't know these things. And when we have opportunity to share it with somebody, mm-hmm. it's a powerful thing. We we in that moment. God can use us in that moment to transform that mm-hmm. person's life yeah. with yeah. just a bit of information mm-hmm. that we learn formally or we learn by study, mm-hmm. but this person never had the opportunity to, we can speak into their lives. It can really make a difference. Amen. Amen. Amen for that. Yeah. Well, one last thing for me, um, since you talk about your Kodak moment, yes, uh, July 29, 1989. Yes. Look at that big smile. Look at that big smile, Don. <laughs> well, you know, one of the things I did learn pretty early, Don, is the importance of those dates um, where women were concerned. And I I practiced, you know, rehearsing them and writing them down. But, you know, I always try to use a relationship illustration. Yeah. Again, to encourage healthy relationships and to make it relatable. And, and and I saw I saw the nods. I saw the nods. I saw people saying, "Yep, I've had those. I've had I've had moments in my life. I wish I could pause. I mm-hmm. wish I could rewind. I've had those moments. You know, it, it really connected w- with folks. 
but but yeah yeah it's 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 akin to what these guys were saying peter james and john mm -hmm. hey can we just stay can here, stay here? Yeah. yeah, can we just stay yeah. here? Yeah. I was going to say the same thing. Yeah, yes. yeah man. That's good. Yes. That's a wonderful day. So, um, it, it, believe me, you're right. Women do love it when we remember dates, especially those dates. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yes. I hope yes. I, I don't see a thumb up, Don. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> yes. Well, look, Don, you have anything else, Don? No, I'm good. Thank you. Okay. Well, Pastor, as always, we thank you for taking my the pleasure. time. I know you're busy, man. It's and my pleasure. To your family and Christine and the family. Absolutely. And, and yeah. always, please read out a word of prayer. Yes. Father God, we thank you so much that ours is the privilege to experience your glory time and time again, to experience this connection with you so that we can navigate life with all its challenges and its difficulties. Lord, we ask that you will help us and use us to share these rich experiences that we've had and we continue to have with you to our neighbors, to our friends, to our family members, those who are wallowing in darkness and they don't even know it, those whose lives will be made better by just sharing a word, by just giving an encouraging thought, sending an encouraging thought, sharing an encouraging thought with them. Lord, may you give us opportunity and use us for your glory, we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, Pastor, I hope you have a wonderful evening. We'll see you next you time. Guys. Thank you. God bless. Right, Bye-bye. Yeah. Well, as always, uh, to listen to Pastor Noel Rose for a sermon, please go to Plantations Church um, YouTube channel or simply Plantation SDAG TV. Mm -hmm. Also subscribe to the YouTube channel to be the first be notified of all upcoming live streams and programs. And lastly, please subscribe to your famous favorite podcast. Like, like, like. <laughs> like, like. Take it away, Don. All right. So we have a few birthdays. We actually missed one last week. Who was that? That was Carlos Edwards. What? Yes, we missed yeah, his birthday, and I don't even remember what date it was supposed to be on. Oh my goodness! Like a twenty, something like that. So happy belated, happy belated, just in case, just in case, happy belated birthday. I'll I'll bring him something late just to, just to say hey. This is a hey, right? Yeah, and then we have yeah, two yeah. more birthdays coming up, and that's Who's on that? the 31st. We have Alejandro Bustamante. Bustamante? Yes, yes, yes. And we have Deborah Mate. Yes. Happy birthday. Deborah. Yay. Happy birthday. Okay, Deborah, yeah. yeah. Our Brazilian uh, beautiful lady. Yes. All right. We are, Happy birthday. we are good to go. All right. All right. Hey, have a wonderful evening.